0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Parenting. Joe Sib here with you, with my co-host. Anaya Vogue. Yes, we're hanging out. Anaya, how are you?
1: I'm, I'm pretty well. Thank yeah. you. Yeah.
0: yeah we, um, I'm glad the
1: sun is out again. Finally. And here in LA, we can't go with like more than a day or two of freaking clouds. Yeah, for all so. our listeners
0: on the East Coast, they're like, you know what? <laughs> F you and your sunshine. Yeah. Okay, cool. You and I haven't seen each other in a while.
1: How long has it it's been? It's been a little Two while. Weeks. Yeah, we
0: got a lot of shows coming up, yep. a lot of shows to tape. Um, the guest on our show today, I'm super psyched about, can you hand me her book? Oh, yes. because I you need this to hand you. it back to me. Well, t- you check it out. I gave you this book, and you took it, and you never gave it back. Sorry. Because it's that I good. I was
1: into it. It is that good. It is
0: that good. Yeah. That is a good... Okay, so check it out. I have the author in here. First of all, the name of the book is, This is a Book for Parents of Gay Kids. There you go, Boom. and in the studio with us, Kristen Russo. How are you?
1: I'm so good. Hi.
0: I gotta say, you're a tough one to lock down. We've been trying <laughs> to do this how, how many yeah, times? Yeah,
1: it feels like. Well, it was getting to the point where I'm like, who is this now? Like, is this somebody new, or is this still you know, it's still the same, Kristen? <laughs> we're happy. We're happy you finally made it. I
0: gotta <laughs> let our listeners know how we pulled it all together. So, uh. Uh, a few months ago, we had um, our friend in here, and we did a show on coming out. Oh, and Clay! Clay. When
1: Clay was in here, and mm-hmm.
0: it was amazing. And if you get a chance, go back to the episode. It's called "Coming Out," um, and he told his whole story about coming out in Salt Lake City. An artist that I work with on Sidewind Dummy, Allison Weiss, uh, got a hold of it. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I love your podcast. This is a great, great story." We started talking, and then all of a sudden, she's like, "You need to meet my friend, Kristen." And she has this great book. I reached out to you, totally like hail marrying. Like, I hope she hits me back. You hit me back right away. Then I met you at the Meltdown. Yeah. Where Jenny played. Right. My I wife, did, who, yeah. knew,
2: who already knew you. Yeah.
0: And then I did comedy that night. And wow. it was yeah. He call me that night, and I know I didn't do well because when I went back up to Chris, and I go, "Hey, how's it going?" After <laughs> I got done, and she just said, "Everything's fine." Like never brought up the fifteen minutes I was on stage, and that's oh, that a sign. Is not sure.
1: Yeah. Like, and I was trying to like
0: pry it out of you, like, "Yeah." And she's like, "So what have you been up to?" I'm like, "Well, I just did that." And she's like, yeah. "Oh, that's nice. Okay. So when can I come on the show?" I was like,
2: "Oh my god." That's actually why I've been so hard to pin down. I was like, "Oh, this guy. No, yeah, no, no,
0: that's stoke- not is not out?" No. That was a great show. No. That was a great oh, show. My god. that was a great show. It was like yeah. a, it was a variety show." Anea does a show like that. Uh, every oh, stand
1: up for girls. We yeah. do a charity oh, really? event every yeah, yeah every uh, like usually in the spring April and, and we always do
0: it at the Improv in Hollywood. I've been a part of it oh, before. So fun. It's yeah. super cool. But I'm so grateful that you're here on the show. I'm so grateful to get all of us together. Uh, once again, name of the book. This is a book for parents of gay kids, and I love the title because there's <laughs> nothing left to the imagination. And I'm <laughs> a dude that needs that. Like I'd be like, okay, I gotta get this book. I know I, what if- this is about. Yeah. I, I
1: don't even have to read the back cover. Yeah,
0: yes. well,
2: that was intentional. Okay. It was hard to, it's hard to title a book. Let's, I mean, let's yeah. talk. About. Let's talk. Yes. It, let's
0: just start at the very beginning. Um, your whole background, if you can kind of broad stroke it for our listeners, yeah. up until the point of getting this book out yeah. and all that. Sure.
2: Well, so in 2010, um, I started a website called everyoneisgay.com, which really was born as a Tumblr. Um, I had met a friend of mine, Danielle Owens-Reed, who wrote the book with me. Um, we had just met like two weeks prior to this conversation. She had just started a blog called Lesbians Who Look Like Justin Bieber. So I read <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Which is very funny. And we had a chat and we started a Tumblr. Just to be very like sassy and funny, the first advice question we ever answered was, how do I know if my dog is gay, right? So we were were just trying to be whatever. And then we uncovered this huge need. um, And young people were just like flocking to the Tumblr that Mm -hmm. eventually became a full website. Um, We began answering advice in 2010, started making videos. And then we did a national tour of colleges and universities in 2011. And by 2012, we had interacted with so many um, LGBT young people. And the like, common question amongst all of them was, what do you have for my parents? Can you make videos for my parents? Because, mm-hmm. you know, the way you talk, it's just more accessible. And I think that they would really get it. And so we wrote a book proposal um, and submitted it. And then Chronicle Books out in San Francisco picked it up, and the rest is history. Um, wow. Yeah. So good. Uh, it, but it really, it was very organic for us. You know, it came from them asking for it and needing something, something new. Because when we looked, because the first thing that we did was not say, oh, we'll write a book. We looked to see what was there. Uh, and there really was not very much. Everything that we found was super clinical or, like, written in the 60s or 70s. Right.
1: <laughs> and what, and, and I'm assuming that the kinds of questions that you were getting beyond the, what, how do I know if my dog is gay, <laughs> That be all important, common, the yeah. all in very important and very common question. Um, was there there must have been something in the uh, in the content of the questions that made you feel like, well, no, not not just that there's a need, but there's an importance here. Like these kids need a place to get this information.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. From the young people themselves, certainly that there, there was a lot of power in it because some of it of course had to do with our answers, Mm -hmm. um, but a lot had to do with them seeing that so many of them had the same questions, you know, that like part of it was just the platform where they could see that they weren't alone, which, you know, as someone who came out in 1998, Right on the cusp of the internet, that was not a part of my experience. You know, most of the questions I had I felt I had in isolation and my mom, you know, which I'm sure we'll talk about, yes. very similar, right? She didn't have any way to find she if she would meet a gay person, she would like corner them and right. ask them a million questions. <laughs> that was her way in.
0: Yeah, it's uh, no different than, than when you're a parent and whether it's a homeschooling parent, you meet another parent that's homeschooling, or if you're yeah, thinking about yeah. it, you're like, I gotta ask you every single question. Uh the thing I gotta rewind really quick. So when When you started it, it really just was to have this blog at this Tumblr page, have fun with it, Mm -hmm. and and then all of a sudden you guys feel – Wow, we're really making a difference here. What did it feel like when you started to go to those colleges to speak for the first time, and and to have kids go, hey, was it? Would they come up to you afterwards, like, hey, I got to talk to you, you know, how do I talk to my own parents, or, or was it very just open, like, hey, we're here and we need to ask you some more questions? And were you really taken back by that?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, just from like moving from the internet space to a physical space was very overwhelming because we knew we had like followers on the internet who would like our stuff but when we were in these schools and these like huge audiences were turning up and at the end exactly you know people would line up and ask because we would do a QA mm-hmm. after the event that was sort of for everyone but it, we never could and this is at- before
0: the book so they're just oh, doing a yeah. QA with you just because you just spoke for an hour in front of them
2: exactly okay. exactly wow. Yeah, and then, you know, all manner of questions, I mean, certainly more than just coming out to parents, but those parent-specific questions, all different kinds of, like, points in the journey, you know, I haven't come out yet, and I don't know how to, what's the best way, can I write a letter, is it okay if I text, can I come out on Facebook, is that all right, like, you know, that sort of thing, uh, and then and then young people who had come out and were dealing with, you know, their parents thinking it was a phase, or their parents not accepting them, yes. or, you know, to the other extreme, their parents being so excited that they were gay that they were just like constantly talking about their gay kid and their kid was like, can you please tell my parent that like, I appreciate the pride, but maybe dial it down a notch. Right, right. (laughs) Um, So yeah, there was, there were so many questions. Yeah.
0: Well, you you want to start first, and yeah, I both, mean, both both you and I know have so many. Yeah, we have. So we'll many have questions. her here for like two so, hours. So I
1: think <laughs> I think first of all, you know, when, to frame this in a real and not that it's hard because your book is really directed to parents, but um, I think you know we often talk here about the the importance of conscious parenting and the goal of more than anything else, parenting in a way that I, I would the way I summarize it is that provides guidelines with space for our children to explore and figure out who they are. Mm -hmm. Because the happiest, healthiest, you know, most whole human beings are those who have had, I believe, the opportunity to do that. We also had a show a couple of weeks ago talking about human sexuality. We had a a, a doctor of human sexuality in here. And the whole idea that our sexuality is such a huge part of our humanity that for a a young person through adolescence, which is already a butt kicker, like, to have to also contemplate in, in understanding who they are, their sexuality in a way that feels like, but what if this is completely unacceptable, especially to the people that love that I love most and that I need to love me and accept me? So I think this is so important. I think it's important to maybe throw out a quick stat just so parents listening understand the importance of a book like this and knowing how to approach this, this topic with their children. What are the stats around uh, adolescents who are at risk of suicide who happen to also be gay or bisexual?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, there's, there's various sources for stats, but, you know, one of the probably most accessible statistics that I've seen is that LGB youth, so lesbian, gay, bisexual, you know, when we're talking about sexuality, mm-hmm. Those youth are four times more likely um, to attempt suicide than um, than the rest of you know young people. And I don't have the specific statistic for trans youth, but I know certain that it's even higher than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that you know, when I talk about like statistics like this, and when I talk about suicide, it's like it isn't the fact that they are LGBTQ. That is making them, you know, it, right. it's not their identity that's putting them at higher risk. It's exactly what you're speaking about. It's the fact that they're finding that they're feeling like they're not normal. They're feeling like they can't speak about who they are, that's right. and that in any in any instance when you feel like you have to withhold a part of you or that a part of you is wrong or bad, that's right. You know, you're put at higher risk.
1: Yes, and and that's what. So thank you for clarifying that, and I think it really is important because I come from a place of believing that most parents, maybe all parents, whether they're screwing it up, big. Time or not, their intention is to do right by their kids, mm-hmm. to have their children have a slightly better, you know, journey than they maybe did or whatever.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. But we just so often because,
1: don't have the tools. Yeah,
0: because I'm sitting here right now listening to the two of you talking. The first thing that went through my mind is the you know, when I was growing up, obviously I don't know if I'm the oldest in the room, probably am. You yep. um okay. <laughs> I know that you're like you are. You are you are twenty years older than so me, stop. Joseph. <laughs> no, but but I uh, I remember as a kid growing up there there wasn't a book like this for my friends that were gay and they you you knew your friend that was gay would tell you and you'd be like okay what do we do and you're not gay but you're like bro we got to sort you out and and then just the shame that they would have not yeah. because at school or with all of us and you know I grew up in the punk rock community that was that was the reason why they're hanging out because no one they they could feel comfortable there they could be who they were they mm-hmm. could be accepted but in a place where there's 50 of you and you you're all kids. It's super tough when mom and dad might not, and I couldn't imagine. Like I knew, you know, as a kid growing up, just the pressures, like you said, and of just being an adolescent, you know, figuring out who you are, figuring out your own sexuality, mm-hmm. straight or not, that was hard enough to to maneuver. I couldn't imagine figuring that all out and having on the back of my mind that maybe grandma's not going to like me anymore, mom's yeah. not going to like me, or so and so. The neighbors are going to think I'm weird, you know, the, all the stigmas that can't come along with it. So those statistics that you say, I, I'm I'm Actually surprised that it might it couldn't be higher because that that's too heavy of a load for a young person to carry. Well, it's and I'll tell too- you
2: what I mean. You know, any statistic like this is take is me- it's measured, it's science, and this is a really hard thing to measure yeah. because when you're doing surveys like this, that means the young person has to feel comfortable. That's right. coming absolutely. out right. So, yes. so I'm sure you're absolutely right. Yeah, as soon as you
0: statistic- roll in for the survey, you've yeah. come out.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, and, and no matter no matter how many times a person tells you like this is confidential when you haven't come out yet, yeah. you it's might terrifying. not be yeah, terrifying. yeah, you might not trust that it's going to be confidential. So any studies done with the LGBT community at large are I think mostly lean, you know, towards
1: the lower end of what the actual numbers are for sure. Go ahead. Okay. So I, I want to um, talk about, I mean, so my experience with this is my, my brother when he was, I want to say he was about 20 when he came out and I have, it's, it was so interesting for me to read the book and go, oh my gosh, yes, that and that and that, <laughs> like everything from my own, you know, he told me first and my own reaction initially. How, was, how
0: long ago, how early before 20 did he tell you?
1: Uh, he probably told me about a year before he okay. told my parents, and I you have to know like my, I love my baby brother, like we have just always been so close and and so when he told me, I was actually a little bit surprised, I don't know why, but <laughs> um but I just was genuinely like, "Oh my gosh, I love you, like thank you so much for telling me and it was a very genuine like accepting and then about t- forty eight hours later, I had a night that I did not sleep because I laid awake. In sheer terror that he was either going to get AIDS, he was going to be the the um, the target of a hate crime and be like beaten up or killed or whatever, and I felt so helpless and just so scared and i, moved, I would just somehow I moved through that night without sleep, and on the other side of it I was like Okay, it's gonna be okay. And then I was wanting to be there for him to ultimately tell my parents, and that was also interesting because my dad, and I think a lot of young men who come out are most afraid of how their dads are gonna react. My dad was amazing. Like he's like, I love you, like I love you no matter what. Like, no big my mother, of course, had a similar like she was, you know, embraced him and was loving, but I know my mother struggled a little bit more because she was so also in the book. One of those parents that had this idea of what her son's life was going to look like, and but he would make such a great father. And, and again, like many of the parents you reference, this idea of well, if my my kid is gay, all of the other things that go with a heterosexual life are off the table. Which, right. of course, thankfully, because we're evolving as a society, is just less and less true. Totally. And so, um, so it took it took a longer time for her though to come around, and I think to have to struggle with her own worry of like, how are people going to view me as a parent? I think we need. To talk about that is for parents who are struggling. You know, it's it's your individual thing. Of okay, as a parent, you know, some of the titles of your chapters, like, did I do something wrong? Like, is this? I love the titles of, of the
0: chapters because for me, because I'm so a d d. Like, I just, yeah. I love. I would just cruise around. That's right. To different chapters. Yeah. It's a lot like your book, Anaya, in the sense that, like, for a guy like me, and hey, listeners, that's that's like, I know some of you are totally like. <laughs> I know, I'm the same guy. <laughs> I, I would just cruise around, and the titles of the chapters drew me in. I'd read that, and I'd understand. Okay, and I'd move around to the next And you can and just go thing.
1: there. Exactly. It's, it's, yeah. You don't have to read from cover to cover, so it's a little less intimidating. Exactly. A I, little and,
0: bit.
2: Yeah, and we did that intentionally because, you know, not everyone reads a book cover to cover, and, you know, you might have, like, there's a whole chapter on religion. There's a whole chapter on gender identity, um, and these are questions you might have specifically or you might not have at all. You might not That's need right. to visit the religion chapter if you're not a religious person, right. you know. So you can kind I of I love pick.
0: I love though that it, that you gave that option though. Yeah. I think that's really important because I think when you're talking about a topic like this, you got to keep everyone The goal,
2: involved. I mean, you know, and we were like we talked a little bit about the title, but the goal with this was really to make it accessible cuz if if you write the best book in the world and it's not accessible, then, you know, who are you hitting? And, and titling this was hard because it's not just a book for parents of gay kids. It's a book for parents of bisexual kids. It's a book for parents of transgender mm-hmm. kids. Um, but we knew that a lot of parents didn't know maybe the acronym. Mm-hmm. We knew, like, the word queer, especially, is generationally yes. very divisive. Yes. Um, and so we went with this title and actually in the book there is an explanation of the way we use the word gay and why we did it. Yes, I saw um, that. But it was for that purpose that a parent is going to see that and be like that's my kid you know like that's going to get it in their hands but the
1: other thing that this brings up and I said this to to Joe earlier um, is that I found myself with this book I was immediately realized like oh so if I walk around with this book Like even coming to my sitting on my on my kitchen table and it's like oh you know people are going to come into this should be interesting people are going to come and go oh so which 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 one of them (laughs) and I
0: I was wondering right now when when we were talking about that that how many I'm wondering over because it came out in 2015 fourteen
2: 2014
0: okay cool so it's been out two years we're going on three years I want to know how many kids were like I gotta come out and they just go yes. they just put that book on yes. mom's oh, car seat God. or put the book so on a guest are, are you serious so Yeah. many that, I totally thought of that I was like that's how I would I'd be like boom I here didn't, you go
2: I didn't think of it I wrote the book and I didn't even think that would ever be a thing but we went on a book tour we went on like a 21 city book tour when this came out and the amount and it was like in November or October November the amount of young people that came up to get the book signed and said this is my Christmas present to my parents and this is how I'm coming out we were like oh man for real yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, how did that feel?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was really incredible because, like, I mean, it is a big thing. Coming out is, like, a moment. It's scary no matter which way you do it. But I thought, wow, that's pretty brilliant because
1: you're coming out and they
2: immediately have a resource. And And I was going to say a resource. Exactly. And you know what else? um, With real numbers. um, Is
1: a a resource. The thing that – I mean, there are many things that stand out about this book. But I want to say that it is so compassionate. There is nothing – so for a parent to pick up this book – there's nothing that feels like pointed or like, you know, you're screwing up or, you know, this is on you or it's a very like, just as it's going to be hard for your child mm-hmm. to come to you and tell you or it was hard for your child to come and tell you, we understand that it's also difficult as a parent because right. it means that you have to process a whole bunch of stuff you probably didn't an- anticipate having to process.
2: Absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's like if there's one through line to the book and to a lot of the work that I do, especially with parents, it's that. It's that you have a process too. Yeah. You know? you you your child may have known or may have been thinking about this for months or years mm-hmm. even before telling you so they've had some time to kind of like feel how this is in their skin and and what have you for you that first moment of knowing that's step one, yes. and and I think a lot of parents, my mom included, felt like she really messed up the first moment, you know, and and now thankfully I'm able to go back and sort of explain to her that first moment wasn't at all of it. It was step yes. one, and you have
1: time to pivot and learn more yes. and readjust. So it's a process. So so yeah. coming out for your child is a process. It's also a process as a parent to move through your child coming out or coming out as a parent of a of a gay child. Absolutely. I love like, that
0: the book acknowledges that. Though. Yes, and I think that that is the key to. To uh, really the making it understandable for a parent that wasn't expecting that curveball, that wasn't expecting that 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 change in their life, mm-hmm. uh, because a lot of parents. Y- I'm sure when they find out their child's gay, they're like wow, I I never thought that was, a, 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 and there is that moment of like, okay, how, it, it's no different than parents when they when like I always tell the story about like when I I always imagined I was gonna have a son, like I was like, dude, surfer, skater, we're gonna, oh my god, this is amazing, and then that moment where I had to have a, a you an adjustment. You do have a son, Joe. No, I know I do. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have, I have two kids. It's a little reminder. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, when I had my daughter, she yeah. was the first one, so there was uh-huh. a moment that I yeah. that I had to adjust just from that. So I couldn't imagine. A parent not having that opportunity yeah. to just, rewinding really quick, when you said, if, if you don't, I don't want to go too deep, but you said, man, my mom felt like she, she blew the opportunity, and it sounds like it might have been a little different than Anaya's dad's response yeah. right oh, at the yeah. beginning. Do you mind Oh my that gosh, up? no, so, not, so not at all. Set, set, the, set the stage.
1: So, okay, so it's Thanksgiving Day. Oh so. my gosh,
0: football's on. Here we go. <laughs> yeah,
1: No, we're at the no. table. We're at, at, you at the the table. You had planned that no. it was-
2: no, I mean, like, I had definitely wanted to somehow broach this topic, but yeah. I did not. I had just gone away to college, and it was my first time back. Okay. Um, and
0: I... How many people at the table?
2: Just, it was just my immediate family. Okay. So it was just my mom and dad. I thought you were, dad. like, going
0: for, I'm going to get it out of the way. No, yeah, I Aunts mean... Aunts and uncles, cousins. People do it, people <laughs> yeah.
2: do it. But yeah. no, okay. for me, it was just my mom and my dad. My okay. sister was only 12 at the time, and she had actually, we had finished the meal, and she had left the table. Got it. And my mom is very religious, and she had given me, like, a um, student translation of a Bible. And at this point in my life, I was just, I was in a phase where I was just angry about everything. And I was reading things just to be like, this is dumb. And this is dumb. And this is also, you know, so I brought, I went up and I was like, I want you to know what you gave me was really offensive. And I read this passage about homosexuality that I was like, the translation is ridiculous. And my mom had asked me, from when I was 12, she had asked me, are you a lesbian? Are you a lesbian? And I didn't, at 12, I didn't know anything. I was like, no, why would you say that? You know, even even saying like, gross, mom, no, like I didn't. But at this point, I knew. And so I told her, don't ask me. You know, if I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you. Don't ask me. But I really pushed her with the Bible thing. And so she said, "I know. I know you said not to ask you, but is there something you have to tell us? And I looked across the table and I just made the decision right then. Like it was very split second for me. And I said, yes, there is. I want to tell you that I'm bisexual. And then there was this like horrible silence where i was like oh god i said it i said it right um over
0: and i i know like i've said some i've said some things in my lifetime like when you throw them out but like you know you say something you say something that you totally feel and then you realize whoa did i just say that did you have that moment yes it's out there because you
2: can't take it back you can't ring a bell bell. (laughs) exactly
0: (laughs) exactly and my
2: dad you know my dad was amazing like yours, right right away, and was just like, you know, we love you. We just want you to be happy. My mom did say, like, we'll love you no matter what. But she reminded me, actually, after the book came out. I didn't put this in the book because I, I forgot. But she actually burst into tears, like, at the table. Um, and that was – and she, has, she, like, holds some regret. I think we've worked through it at this point. Yeah. But she felt really bad that she couldn't sort of keep it together. But she, you know, I mean, she was coming from a Catholic – Upbringing, and for her, this was like devastating, and it was like ten years of work for us to get
1: to where we are today, which is a great place. Um, That's great. Wait, what what was what was her response? Because I think that that's it's really, you know, I have my own thoughts and feelings around religion, but what did she say when you initially were like, "This is not okay"? Oh, to the The, translation. Yeah,
2: I mean, my mom, you know. I think she had the standpoint that a lot of people um, have who are, you know, Catholic and who've been raised Indoctrinated, Catholic. Indoctrinated, yeah. Yeah, which is sort of like, she didn't, She re- it took her a long time to understand the concept of translation, like that the Bible ah. had been translated to begin sure. with. Sure. So she, I mean, she very much believed that God had said this was bad and mm-hmm. wrong, and she very much believed that I was going to hell, and that, mm. I mean, it's really which fascinating. Which you have a
1: chapter on, by the way. I do.
2: I <laughs> thought that chapter was going to be the easiest one for me to write, because it was all of Your my experience. experience, and I sat down to... To write it, and I was like, I, I have no, I didn't know how to start. I didn't know how to write in a way that would be accessible to somebody who is coming from a religious vantage point. Um, and actually, just a quick story, but my aunt, who is very, still very religious and still definitely like accepts me, loves me to a point, but you know, didn't come to my wedding, for example. Ooh, mm-hmm. She helped me write that chapter. It was this like really. I mean, it was like the perfect picture of how hard it is to understand um, people who are coming from a Christian background and trying to deal with loving somebody who has come out um, because she wanted to help she wanted to help me do this thing and so she i had her read that chapter so several beautiful. times and she would it's say so the way you phrase this like that might make me put the book down so we would rephrase it we would you know we worked really hard to well, the chapter well and to sort so of put
1: that into perspective though like the reality of parenting is we are one of the big realizations we have as parents is oh my kid and as a as a woman that kid grew inside my body. It's mm-hmm. really hard not to feel like we are like deeply connected and to have the realization for any parent regardless of what you're doing with your child that they have they are a separate human being on their own journey and that there is going to be pushback on a number of things that are things we hold as deep, you know, values that we've worked through and we've come to this place of comfort and then all of a sudden they throw us a curveball and we have to figure out how do I continue to honor my own path and my way of understanding the world and allow space and love and support for them to do and have the same
2: absolutely so
1: whether it's this
2: about sexuality or whatever right and that like you know I talk a lot about the fact that I came out I was 17 and my mom and I had like a decade worth of processing Mm -hmm. and talking and crying and all of this stuff and it wasn't until I was about 27 that I actually had that space because for the 10 years that we were doing that I was fighting you know she was saying I was saying I'm gay I'm bisexual she was saying no you're not I didn't really get to explore what I actually was and how I actually felt until I was 27 years old. And I said, am I? Like, am I gay? Am I bisexual? What right. am I? And I finally had that space. And I think it would have been really incredible to have had that sooner. sooner. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Uh, to
1: uh, be th- able to get let you get to that point.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think the thing that we're feeling right now uh, in the world, which is, is great, being a parent, sitting on this end of the microphone and having two kids and having their friends uh, begin the journeys that they're beginning. Is that it was it was the where the world is at as crazy as it is. Is that these conversations that we're having right now in this room and that the people are listening are finally happening, and all of the all of the emotions and energy that maybe. The generations before us, because I know that there's plenty of, you know, your father very accepting right off the bat, your dad, you know, right off mm-hmm. the bat, but there's still the mom or the dad that cry, oh my gosh, this is so hard for me to understand. And then they finally come around. Like I always like to say, they were throwing a curveball, but you have an opportunity to hit a home run. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I like analogies. I like that. Pretty yes. rad analogies. We analogy. do a lot of analogies yeah. That was a really yeah, good was one, Jason. Yeah, one. One. yeah <laughs> that, pretty was, that is, right? Yeah, it's almost like I wrote it before I came in here, <laughs> which I might have. Uh, but my point being is, we're in a time in society where there's b- books like this um, out there for, for people to have that oppor- opportunity to read. Whereas in the past, I don't think it would have been published. I don't think it would have been out there. there. There was this taboo, how can you be bisexual? How can you like both? You know, Transgender, what are you talking about? But now the world that we're living in, thankfully, you know, th- th- we're in a place where parents are... Are educating themselves, mm-hmm. and and also I think it's generations of people that have grown up with their best friend being gay, and it and you're like yeah you know okay right. you know one of my best friends growing up as a kid he was my mentor was gay. And I remember, I'll never forget. My dad gave me the best lesson ever as a kid because he was older than me. And I went to New York for my first time. I'm running around the city, and and I was friends with him. And I knew he was gay, but we never talked about it. Everyone, you know. And I remember he invited me to his house for dinner, his apartment. And I was like, Oh, oh he's inviting me over. Oh my gosh, it's been his plan for for you know the last <laughs> ten years. And I called my dad. I'll never forget. I called my dad, and my dad, I tell him the whole thing. He's all, Joey, get over yourself. <laughs> nice. Dude, not every. Everyone wants to sleep with you, bro. And I was like, he didn't say that. He said, "Joey, get over yourself. Come on, this is your friend. Like, really." And I felt nice, I was like, "Wow." I, mean, I, was, I was probably Love at that it. point, eighteen years old, nineteen. Yeah. Years old. I'm in yep. New York, but you know, that having that generation in my life, really, I was I was lucky, and I feel like the the parents that are listening to this show, myself as a parent, and all of us, is that really, hopefully, it, it, in the future, when our kids have kids, it, we won't need this book I mean that I ho- is the hope Yeah, I hope I hope it's out of print because people are like I don't need it <laughs> yeah. I don't need the My Kid is Gay book because you know what? what I know how to handle it
2: you know what I do want to say too about the book though is that yes of course if and I don't sh- want
0: it to be out of print right now no but like <laughs> you're but like we need I to sell a few more copies you, you,
2: <laughs> but you bring up an important point I think because the book is certainly helpful for parents who are struggling but it's not just for something that was very interesting to me when the book came out was the amount of parents who felt like they should not have any questions mm. that having questions would mean they were, you know, uh, like super prejudiced or super homophobic or what have you. And I said, you know, I've done this work. First of all, I am a bisexual woman I've, and I've lived the experience. Second of all, I've done this work actively for like almost 10 years now and I still have questions. There's still more that I need to learn. So there's no way, even if you were the most accepting, loving parent, this book is important, and learning more about the LGBTQ community—it's—it's it's really, really important to you understanding your child and to being yes. able to have those conversations. It's—it's it's,
0: it's what you said from the beginning—a resource. It's a place to go. It's a place to oh, I didn't think about that. I can go to this. Right, yeah, right. I and lo- because
2: the, those books in the sixties and seventies that I talked about, the reason we had to write this book is because the those books were like, oh man, your kid is gay, bummer. <laughs> Let's tell you how to deal with this horrible news. And we were like, come on, you know? we're past that. Like, we need to move past that. We need to be explaining to parents that, like, if you're excited, great, here's some information. If you're confused,
1: great, here's some information. If you're terrified and this is flying in the face of your own belief system, here's (laughs) some some information. information. (laughs) And how about about this? Just
0: going back to our sexuality show uh, that we did, you know... I think for even I wish there was a book, and there are a few that are for the for parents that are afraid to even talk to their kids they're straight you know there's right. so many parents that they're just scared all together, sex all together, yes. oh my gosh, how will I maneuver any of these waters and and to have like I said this book right there to have that it's it's a real it's a real guideline, and like I said, uh, the thing that I loved about it was I was just able to cruise around in it and just touch on the chapters, which I feel are so important because if it gets to. Too much to digest. Mm. I feel like it could turn someone off. But well, it, and
1: and the icing on the cake, of course, is like the little bottom line sections at the end of each chapter right? with the like you know. He, let me just
0: bullet point this chapter <laughs> yeah, for you. It's if like,
1: you he, like it's just so good. Like like the too be, long didn't yeah, read. It, yeah, <laughs> the exactly. Of the it's chapter. just so good.
0: This is the section for the person that has no time. Boom. Right. Uh, I love that. You got ADD? That.
1: Go to the bottom line <laughs> at the end of the chapter. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So good. So can you tell us how beyond beyond this brilliant book? Where parents can go to get more information, out where there's you know they can maybe direct their kids because I know you've got two different two yeah. different sites with two different audiences. Yeah, focus. of course.
2: So the book is first of all the book's available wherever books are sold. So Amazon, it's an ebook. The whole the
0: whole nine. And keep listening because we're going to give away one for free. Yep. That's right.
2: Whoop, whoop. Contest. <laughs> 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 there's an air horn effect yeah. there, right? It yeah. Turns into a
0: morning <laughs> show in here. You're like, whoa. Why did Joe just ring a bell? Is that a cowbell you
2: have? Oh, but yeah, so when we were writing the book, another thing we noticed was there wasn't a lot online either. So um, we started a site. It's called MyKidIsGay.com, sticking with the very obvious title yes. theme. Um, and we have ongoing resources there. It lets us dig a little deeper into things. Um, and actually, just about a week ago, we released something called the Coming Out With Care Package, um, which I'm so excited about. It's just, a, it, there's a, if you go to MyKidIsGay slash Coming Out With care. There's a whole, uh, the whole links and everything is there. But basically you just put your email in and we send you an e-care package that starts you with the common questions of advice. It gives you resources that are outside of My Kid is Gay. There's a music playlist, a journaling page, and a coloring page. I have Aww. a welcome video. And I'm like, I'm really, really excited about it. Because it's kind of like, you know, step one. It gives it gives parents not only advice, but self-care, which I think is really so important in this too. So good. Yeah. So Can good. I ask
0: also, I noticed that you're out there speaking, um, um, it, when How can people find a, an opportunity to either book you to come speak or to go see you speak at the events that you do?
2: Well, I'll tell you what. The, uh, so the other site that I have is um, more directed towards young people, and that's everyoneisgay.com. Um, and just emailing me at either info at everyoneisgay.com or Kristen, uh, which is spelled with an I, <laughs> at everyoneisgay.com, you can definitely ask me to come out and speak. I've, you know, I've done speaking at universities, but I've also done uh, speaking events for guidance counselors, for families and, and all manner of things so I love to engage um, in, that, in that way too
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. Um, Right now, we are going to give you an opportunity uh, to win the book. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, Rad Parenting, and you go there, you will see a picture of this book. This is a book for parents of gay kids. There'll also be a photo of the three of us. And all you need to do, you ready for this? Just write a review about our show. That's all you got to do. You got to write a review about our show on iTunes, and you take a little photo of it, and then you email it to radparenting at gmail.com. I know it sounds complicated, but it's not. It's really, really simple. You take a screenshot of the review, and then you email that to us, and then we're going to pick a winner, and we are going to send you this book, and you're going to be stoked because it's autographed, and uh, it's such a great uh, opportunity having you on the show. I'm so psyched that we finally nailed you down to come in here. Me
2: too. Thank you, know? you for being patient with my travels. <laughs> no, man, and I can't
0: wait for you to come back again because what we like to do with our guests, we like to find out their adventures and what else they're working on, which I did want to ask you, do you have another book in the works? What's the? I
2: don't. I don't right now. Right okay. now, I'm sort of focusing on... Um, I actually Started running uh, or directing, I should say, a camp for um LGBTQ uh people called A Camp. So I've been doing Everyone Is Gay, My Kid Is Gay, and then wow. I have this camp that which is why I've been traveling so
0: much. I think you need more things to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, one or two. Oh, and yeah, and now speaking of Alice and Weiss, Allison Weiss and I started a project called Our Restroom, which is working to take gender uh off of single stall restrooms all across the country. And, and I, I saw
0: I the video of that.
2: Yeah. yeah, so I just keep I just keep at oh my it, guys. But your I'm life sure sounds be, like mine. Yeah, right. It's I I can't say no to projects. <laughs> yes, It's my issue. Hey, and <laughs>
0: projects projects that are making a difference. That's the best thing yes. about it. Yes. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners today uh, for taking the opportunity to listen to our show. Uh, once again, if you want to get the book, this is a book for parents of gay kids. All you got to do is write a review on iTunes. Take a photo of it. Send us send that photo to radparenting@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'll pick a winner and we will send it to you. And winners that have one thing know that I actually send the things. Like, I don't lag on that. Like, I'm actually – I'm pretty good at it, right? I, right?
1: I, I'm going to take your word for it.
0: And I want to <laughs> let everyone know that at one point during the during this interview, I had to adjust uh, Anea's microphone, and I am officially Anea Bogues roadie. I am her roadie. <laughs> I am. I am a guy on the Thanks, show, but I am Joe. a roadie. I did good, right? You did. I did good. You like did I, I almost got. I wanted to have one of those little flashlights they have. <laughs>
1: like to Run out on stage. So I, you did it so gently, so I didn't have to miss a beat. Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I witnessed yeah, it. It was okay. great. Good job, Kristen
0: Russo. Thank you guys so much. We have a tradition at the end that I say one, two, three, and then we say late. Okay, ready? We say late. We say late. 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 Yep. Let's all say right. later. Ah. Okay. I guess the tra- is that really a tradition, or is it just the way we say goodbye? It's our thing. All right. We'll see you guys all next week. One, two, three. Late. late. <laughs>